Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation meant to help ease your evening and help you find your way to sleep, hopefully. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And with him, almost as always, I'm Amanda. Hi. Hey, Amanda. How you doing? Tired. Amanda is tired. We just got back from a short little vacation, and the time difference wasn't much, but for some reason, we both got... I'm zonked. Zonked by it. Well, it was... The two-hour time difference, and also we took a red eye. Oh, the red eye. And I was fine after the red eye, but I think it's now... Catching up to you. A day or two later. I guess a day later? Two days later, catching up to me, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to know what our listeners do to catch up on sleep or to get back to the swing of things when they come home on a red eye. We haven't done a red eye in a long time. That's Amanda yawning in the background in case (sighs) you hear it. Excuse me. I asked her, I asked her, I said, do you have time to do a podcast? And she said, yes, before I start work, I will do the podcast. But she's like, just know that I'm still zonked. But I'm like, you know what? But that might be what you want. You want that energy. Sure. Maybe. A little zonked energy. Mm-hmm. Today I woke up and I was, I was not so zonked. I was full of vim and vigor. And yesterday I think we were the opposite, right? I think yeah, because so. I woke up very early yesterday. Yeah. But the weather is cloudy I love this time of year. You do love this time of I year. Love I it. don't. I love Oh, you don't love it? No, I'm not a big spring getting into I love, warm weather. I love, like, the, the the leaves are fully on, so everything is feeling lush and green, finally. But the weather is cloudy and a bit stormy. Sure. But it's still warm, and that's, I mean, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love a thunderstorm in general. Yeah. So, um, so this is my kind of, it's not, we're not quite into the heat of thunderstorms, but. What about a thunderstorm near the ocean while you're in a lighthouse? (laughs) I mean, if I felt safe and warm and cuddly, then yes. And a book and a duvet and a glass and a little cup of tea. Sign me up. I was just trying to bring you to your. New Happy England, place? New England roots is what I was trying to do. I, I I think for that scenario, a little bit more cloudy and spitting than thunderstorm. I see. I see. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. 
I asked Amanda if she could make me a coffee before we came down, and you made me a most delicious cappuccino instead, and I'm quite happy. You wanted what you call your afternoon coffee, even though I have to point out it's not the afternoon for us right now. No. And so I instinctively and by road, I guess, made a cappuccino. And I was actually looking at it going, well, this came out perfectly for him, and then realized that's not what you had asked for. It's true. But it's what you got. And there you go. Well, we should talk about our trip because we we just Mm -hmm. mentioned we got back from a trip. So we should mention that what we did on the trip, of course, Amanda and I love to travel. If you've listened to past episodes, you've heard of our many trips. And oftentimes that happens for work. And this kind of is a work trip as well or was a work trip as well because we had two main purposes for this trip. Mm -hmm. And one was to see a play that was being put on by... What, the theater company? Yeah. One Yellow Rabbit, Mm -hmm. and they have a festival. So that's a theater company, One Yellow Rabbit, I believe is the name of it. And they have a theater festival called the High Performance Rodeo that they do every year, which is um, a series of um, one-act plays, I believe. Right. Maybe it's two-act, but this one was one-act. And that brought us to Calgary, Alberta. Mm -hmm. And Amanda had never been to Alberta before. And I had said to her, I've never had a bad time when I'm in Alberta. I've and always had a great time. I have to say, you know, some cities and places audition well. And that's a term we use a lot on set when we're trying out, like when we're looking at a frame and saying, would this chair go well here? Or would this, should we move the sink or whatever we're setting up on set? And we'll say, well, let's audition the chair and see what it looks like. See, I've never heard this before. Oh, you haven't? No. Now that I've said it, next time you're on set, you'll hear it. Sure. Maybe it's just being used. Obviously, audition means, you know, what we Test do. Test out, yeah, sure. What we do as actors, too. But um, so uh, I was just in Calgary thinking, you know, some cities audition well and that you you spend a few days in them and fall absolutely in love with them. And that was the case for me. Mm-hmm. I came back glowing from Alberta. I just loved it. Um, we did, it was a very short trip, but we are big believers in the short trip. A lot of people say, why would you bother going if you're just going for three or four days? And, you know, spending that time getting ready, going in the airport and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But we we went for, what was it, four days, Amanda? Yeah. We flew in on a Friday, really afternoon. Mm-hmm. I think we left at 1, which was lovely because we could take our time and get to the airport in the morning and have lots of time, which sure. we had. And, of course, when you give yourself lots of time, you don't need it, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, so we we did that. We left in the afternoon and then we got there because there's a time difference in the afternoon. So we left at one and got there at three, um, even though it was a longer flight than that. And, uh, and then we went and we, should we just talk about? Well, first I want to say I'm very proud of myself because I was able to pack judiciously Mm -hmm. and only in a carry on. Yeah. Same. And I was like, I'm going to bring one pair of long pants. And I had for some reason thought a lot of shorts would serve me well. Well, it was warm, and Amanda it was kept set saying, to be warm. Amanda kept telling me, it's going to be warm. Don't. I was looking at the numbers. They suggested warmth. But I should know better because I've been to Alberta, mm-hmm. and the weather can really change it's on a It's windy. Dime. Mm-hmm. So those in the States, um, sort of for, I don't know, if you've ever been to, I'm told, Montana, Idaho, that kind of weather where it's, in fact, some of the TV we were getting there was out of Washington State. Right. 
I didn't realize we were that far west, but I guess we were. Um, so it's that sort of mountainous windiness. So it can be very sunny, but also cool because of the wind or just the altitude. Yeah. Sure. And uh, so I packed just in the carry-on, and it was so nice because we mm-hmm. got off the plane and got to our destination, got our car. And I love packing judiciously. Mm-hmm. I really do. I love having just a few things mm-hmm. and knowing that you're actually going to wear everything and some things twice, but that's all you get and that's all you have. There, there's something I really love about that. We have another trip, which we may or may not take coming up. We're trying to figure out some things, and uh, but the plan for that trip, whenever we will take it, it's just a matter of when, but the plan for that trip is um, that we will have only our personal items. Right. Not even a carry-on because luggage. Because of the flights. It's one of those cheap airfares that will mark it up if you start bringing on things. So so I looked up the the measurements for personal items. We talked about this a few episodes ago. Amanda Got bought a specific backpack. backpack. That'll fit all for the personal. So not even the carry-on, but the because they charge you for carry-on on that uh, carrier or airline. So just the personal items. So that'll be the real test of you know, I think that's a trip where you don't bring your computer. You just bring in a tablet and right or or a big book. Like the, I realized having a, a novel with me, like a physical book, which I didn't read, so it was a waste. Um, is too much. Right. I, when I travel, it's got to just go on my iPad and an e-book version, and that's gonna have to be what it is. Yeah. Even though I prefer the the, the physical book. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll see about that. But, um, yeah, we we did. We packed really judicious. I mean, it was only four days, so you can. You know? I wore everything but one T-shirt and one pair of shorts. I wore everything and then washed my underwear, and it was dry enough that it dried in the hotel room, and uh, rewore it, and I wore many things twice. We stayed in a tiny house while we were in Calgary. First of all, Calgary, such a wonderful city. I have never had a bad meal in Calgary, and I was telling our friends that, and I was like, every time I come to Calgary, and now I can say Alberta, to be honest with you, Mm because the same was true when I was in Edmonton, and for the first time... You went to Edmonton? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. Oh. The last time I was in Calgary, I did Edmonton as well. Oh, yeah. That's a while ago, without me. Yeah, that was was specifically for work that I was doing, so they flew flew us from Calgary to... So we should talk about our itinerary, just so people can follow along if they want to follow along. Of course. So we, we did... Um, the first sort of afternoon, evening in Calgary, and then the next full day in Calgary, spent the night in Calgary, and then the next day, so that was Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday in Banff, Alberta, which is not easy to say. You no. want to put an M in it, no. but it's N- B-A-N-F-F for those who don't know that area. So we went to Banff, Alberta. With a little side detour to B.C., that's true. We'll get to that. We didn't know we were going to BC, but that happened. Anyway, so we, we went to Banff on the Sunday, stayed overnight, and then had all day Monday in Banff, and then took the red eye out of Calgary that night. Right. So that was our trip. So essentially kind of a day and a half in Calgary, a day and a half in Banff, give or take. A little bit more than that, really. So yeah. So we flew into Calgary on the Friday. And we immediately went to our tiny house that we had rented. So we rented a tiny house because, as you may know, for people who've listened to the podcast, Amanda has a fascination with tiny homes and living in vans, which I am not on the same page. And this trip served it. 
And so, in some ways. So when the opportunity came to stay in a tiny home or, sorry, that was me banging the table, or going That's to. That's me with my coffee. To stay in a hotel, I said, let's stay in a tiny home so Amanda could really experience the tiny home because it's been I have something. I to say it was also the most economical choice. We were, we were True. trying our best to be um, economical this trip for lots of reasons. We used a lot of points. So we used my um, air miles, specifically my aeroplan, uh, which is the, the sort of point system out of uh, our carrier, our national carrier, Air Canada, which has always been the point system that has most rewarded me, to be honest, maybe because I've set things up accordingly. But um, And funnily enough, because I know our listeners like tips, mm. um, those points serve you better not for air travel because it seems you have to pay a supplemental fee on it, but rather if you use them for hotel stays or car rentals. So I have used them in the past, just so you know, for air travel. I've used them. I used them once to fly to Asia and went first class because it was all on points. And sure. that definitely was a, a great reward. But um, generally speaking, we don't wait that long to let them build up. And we use them for car rentals and hotel stays. And it because, yeah, there's no additional taxes. It's just a straight up use your points and then you've got it. You don't have to pay an additional fee or tax or anything, whereas airlines you often do. So um, so that's what we did. So we could have used points probably for Calgary, but we found this tiny house, and obviously it was quite a good price on uh, the uh, Airbnb. So we went for it. And what did you think of the tiny it house? It was charming. It was charming, it was charming and, yeah. and cute and quaint and great for two days. But anything longer than that may have proved difficult and... Our bedroom was on the top floor, so right, right. So you had a ladder to climb, and then you would be on this platform that had a bed, which was very comfortable, but you were very close. It was a loft, yeah. Yeah, a loft, thank you. Yeah. But, which is very typical of a tiny house for those like me who follow them and watch them and tour them online and so on. I will say this about this particular tiny house. I do still want a tiny house. That's still part of my sort of fantasy dream. I want it even less now. Great. Wonderful. Um, but for me, this particular tiny house, it was um, like a shed garage kind of situation. So it definitely had a... It was interesting that we were in the city because being in it, we definitely had that, um, I don't know how to put it, like a cottagey feel. The walls, sure. there was a lot of... It was interesting, right? Like the, right. the walls were plywood, right. kind of unfinished. There was some spiders and that kind of thing. There's always going to be spiders. Spiders are not going to be. Yes, that's true. Um, but but there were some lovely things about the tiny house too sure. that I really loved. It had a heated floor in the bathroom, so that was pretty fantastic. I and think, the shower was great. I think what people should keep in mind is – Tiny houses are great for tiny people, and I'm not a tiny person. Nor am I. It was difficult. So climbing up the ladder to get to the loft bed was fine. It was getting down that I found very difficult because I would have to sort of lizard my way backwards, or that's what I called it, and then kind of propel my feet over and try to find the ladder with my feet, and that was never fun. I'm going to say this. Most tiny houses that you look at have a loft space often, more often than not. 
you're sleeping in the sort of upper loft. This loft was more narrow than your average tiny house. I'm going to say that. Okay. So laying in the bed, you could put your hand in front of your face and touch the wall without stretching your arm, if that makes sense. Your arm bent would touch your hand would touch the wall. So and, it was and, it was a more narrow loft than And at norm. 2 a.m. in the morning when I rolled over, I cronked my head. Yes, there was some cronking. I cronked it on the, on the ceiling. On the ceiling. It was yeah. very, very easy and almost expected, I would say, yeah. to do that. So getting in and out of it was hard because you Certainly have to be Certainly that wasn't on the brochure. That was not on the brochure. Expect to cronk your head. It was, it was, you have to be vertical, oh, no, sorry, horizontal to get in and out of it. There's just no other way. So you look like Spider-Man coming in and coming out. Right. Well, let's get to Calgary and Banff because <laughs> we're halfway through the episode. And all we've talked Well, maybe this is a two-parter. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so we, so we stayed in this tiny house. It was it was the experience we have it described. I enjoyed it, but um, I think two days was enough. We went to a wonderful show. It was wonderful. It was a show um, for those who follow you and your podcast. You have a podcast with Daniela Vlaskalik. It's called Every Place is the Same, if you haven't heard it. And uh, so she was doing a wonderful show that she had co-written and was performing. It was a solo show. And uh, it is based on the um, part of the life, anyway, of Dora Marr, who is and was one of... Picasso's muses, for lack of a better word, one of his women. And was an artist in her own right and photographer. Yeah. So it was a fascinating look into the life in a certain period of Dora Maar. And Daniela's a wonderful performer. So that was great. And we got to hang out with Joel. We yeah, met... she was phento- phenomenal. And the show was wonderful and beautiful and touching. And and uh, and and her partner, Joel, is a wonderful guy and a great time and we had a great time with we them. had a great dinner with him he knows he's from calgary so yeah, he's we had really wonderful food he he just he's just a great guy and we got to meet beth his daughter and mike her partner and dinah daniela's uh sister yeah, we got to so meet a lot of people it in was their really lives. lovely it's true it was really really That's lovely what happens when you visit someone's city i think and and so what did you think of calgary calgary the yeah. city itself i loved it right i thought it was bright and clean very clean um, there was a lot of sunshine when we were there, and this is what I mean by it auditioned well. Sure. Because a sunny, happy city where you only have to wear a jacket is always going to win, you know, when you're trying to figure out if you like it or not. Anytime um, we hopped in the car to go somewhere in Calgary and I would type into the GPS, it would be six minutes away. So that's what I loved yeah. about it. Everything was six minutes away. Yeah, it's a smaller city than maybe even I realized. Sure. Um, and easily drivable meant... I don't know if it's meant to be driven, but I think you'd want a vehicle there probably. For me, the food was phenomenal. We had some great food. So there. great. I don't so know great. how much we want to talk about that. No, we won't. But if you're if you're looking for a culinary experience, mm-hmm. I would say Calgary, and this has been true for over fifteen years. Every time I go there, Amanda, it's fantastic. And and what's what's odd is I didn't have any beef while I was there. I had very little beef. Mm-hmm. I just had other items. Which is what Alberta is known for, sure. for those who don't know. Yeah. It's, and it's cattle country. Mm-hmm. So. It it felt to me very much like, um, for those who, who know more American cities, it was very similar to Denver 
very similar, I would say, as well to Houston. Okay. So sort of greener cities, a lot of people mm. on bicycles, a sure. lot of people with dogs. Of course, it was the weather too, but lots of beautiful streams yeah. uh, and, and rivers um, and lots of green. Yeah. Really. So it was, the it was city beautiful. itself, the skyline is very pretty too, I have to oh, say. It was a beautiful city. And everyone we met was lovely as well. They were. We, there were some wonderful, lovely people. So we had a great time exploring Calgary. And then we went. A lot of things were closed though. All the major attractions that we were told, go check this out. Happened to be closed. Two were closed and one had moved. Right. <laughs> so we didn't have a ton of luck with that. But, but it didn't stop us from having a but great time. But it didn't matter. I mean, we weren't really there to see one other than the show. We were there more just to explore. So we took it all in stride. And, and uh, then we hopped in the car. We did. And we drove to Banff. And that was incredible. And Banff is a destination. So for our listeners who aren't in Canada and are looking for a place to go for a short visit, but it being impactful and beautiful, I cannot recommend doing Calgary and Banff and Lake Louise, and it's just spectacular. Yeah, the, the area. Now, Lake Louise is one of the lakes surrounding Banff, and it's probably the most famous, but there are a couple, which we learned. You're in the Rockies. It is gorgeous. Banff itself is a charming, charming place. The mountains are stunning. As someone who did not grow up around Rocky Mountains, they are Stunning. They're stunning, you know, wherever you go and you see them, but uh, certainly in Alberta, they're stunning. I would recommend so. And we have a lot of listeners in Calgary. Calgary has always been oh, yeah. a city. Yeah. Alberta actually is a city that really enjoys this podcast. So thank you to them. You have a beautiful province and I can't wait to come back. And we just we just got home. Maybe we can do a podcast extra and talk about the more specific things like okay, the restaurants sure. and stuff if you want. I just wanted to highlight one restaurant. It's a fondue restaurant that oh, wow, I loved yeah. called the Grizzly House. And it has that 1970s restaurant feel to it. I had just such a great time so, there. So what he means by that is it was very, very dark. I don't know. The 70s loved dark, cavernous restaurants. How could you not? Um, the fondue itself was incredible. Um, Lots of wood. Wood everywhere. There are telephones by each table if you'd like to make a call. More than one by each by each seat. Each seat has its own sort of telephone, which was intriguing. Um, I'm not sure who needs them or why you would I call. I think it was I mean, a thing in the 70s where you could call different tables right. and chat with them or say hello. I know in the musical Cabaret, which takes place in the 30s. In Berlin. In Berlin, all the every table that was a thing all the tables had telephones and you could call to other tables and talk to people so that was table to table but i don't know why you would sit and call like your aunt at a table but why wouldn't you i mean obviously we all have phones when now. was the last time you called your aunt <laughs> exactly so let me say this okay. so we had that fondue but we drove around banff there were some highlights and then we went to lake louise and it was gorgeous. Beautiful. Beautiful. Gorgeous. And then, Amanda, I was tired. We were told Lake Louise and on the same sort of road is a place called Lake Maureen. Moraine. Moraine. No, but it's with an, it's M-O-U-R-I-N-E, isn't it? No. So this has been a thing on the trip where I say it wrong. So, okay. Anyway, Moraine. Lake Moraine, we'll say. And... We went there. We tried to go there. But it was closed because of avalanche threats. Because we were in avalanche country, for sure. So 
I don't know if you call it avalanche country. I just think well, the time of year. Well, there are a lot of, of year, signs. Right, but that said, beware the avalanche. I know, but I don't think there's such a thing as avalanche country. It sounds like a. Well, if you're in the mountains and it's snowy and there's avalanches, would one not say that it's avalanche country? I don't know. I don't think so. But okay, let's just say well, we were in avalanche country. It just sounds so. Nefarious. I'm just saying, if if we if that's not avalanche country, I don't know what country is. Sure. Nepal. I don't know. The Alps. There's there's avalanches anywhere. There's mountains that have snow on exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. My point. All right. So we couldn't go to Moraine, uh, Lake Moraine. So at the information center at Lake Louise, which is sort of a little tiny town. So in the mountains, there there are these tiny little villages, right? right. Sort of dotted. Very quaint. Canmore was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, they're just these little mountain towns. Yeah. And Field. Um, Field, Field BC was amazing. We drove through that. So um, so anyway, at Lake Louise, she said, why don't you go to Emerald Lake since Lake Maureen, did I say right? Maureen. Maureen is close. And uh, it's only about 30 minutes away and it's beautiful. And uh, uh, But you'll cross the border over to British Columbia. We're about 10 minutes away from British Columbia, from Kicking Horse, British Columbia, right. Kicking Horse Pass. So I kind of got to, now I've been to British Columbia many times and so have you. Yes, so it wasn't like going to somewhere new, somewhere new, but not that area. I but mean, it, we lived in British Columbia yeah. for a little while. And it must be said, British Columbia, as its license plate states, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we hadn't been to British Columbia close to Alberta. So we're, yeah. so Amanda's like, let's go to British Columbia and see this area. Which we did. And it was beautiful. And I was complaining. You, but, It was 3 o'clock and you were tired and you wanted to take a nap. And our hotel in Banff wasn't ready until 3 anyway. True. So I just said, why don't we, instead of seeing Banff and spending a lot of time, because we'll have all day tomorrow, let's go see Lake Louise. And then I was like, let's keep going and see this Emerald Lake, which you weren't so into, but I dragged you. And it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. So as a little side trip for anyone who wants to go to and should go to Banff, if you have the time, definitely go see Emerald Lake in BC, which is about a half hour away if you're in the Lake Louise area, and um, it is totally worth it. The water was an emerald green; mm-hmm. it was gorgeous. There's a little town called Field along the way, which mm-hmm. was which was fun to. We just kind of did a loop to loop circle in it, and and try not to disturb anyone, but really got a. A look at what this small town in 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 the Rockies is like. Yeah, it was beautiful. And then we drove back, and we saw a bear. We saw a bear, a black bear, which was amazing. A black bear on the side of the road. So that was incredible. It's fascinating because so many people have this impression of Canada that there's a lot of wildlife, and there is, but not every place has the wildlife that you expect. So, for example. We live in Toronto. We don't see these larger animals that represent the wildlife of Canada. And then mm-hmm. when you're in areas where you do see them, you're like, oh, yes, of course. This, this is why people have this impression. Exactly. This trip for me was – so as a little girl, when I'd go to Epcot Center or whatever at Disney World, there is the their version of Canada, Right. And in the in the Canada Pavilion of Epcot should be said. Well, in the World Pavilion of Epcot, sorry, the world, sorry, the, the world. they have different countries represented. Right. Represented. But you're specifically talking about the Canada Pavilion, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in that, you know, you it's it's um, 
it's that thing of like wood and logs and mountains and it's a rocky mountain kind of outpost and that's never been completely the Canada that I've known I grew up near the ocean I you know sure parts of it certainly but this trip was that thing this trip was the black bear at the side of the road a fondue in a log cabin lots of which deer. I know fondue isn't elk elk you know driving through deer everywhere and not afraid to just graze right in yeah. front of you. I mean, they weren't skittish. They were like, "This no. is the, you're in deer country. Never mind avalanche country. So you're it, in clean air. All of that. It was sure. that Canadian experience, and it was wonderful. It was well. As we close this episode, I will say once again, thank you to our listeners in Alberta. Um, if we got anything incorrect, which I'm sure we did, please let us know. And um, I can't wait to get back. And I want to invite all our listeners if you're looking a place to, for a place to go and you have four days, and you're thinking, well, it's too far to go to Europe or Australia, let me say, go to Calgary and Banff. And if you're from very far away, and you're like, is it worth all the time travel to go to Calgary and Alberta? I would say yes. Absolutely. They're only about an hour and a half apart from each other, just so people know if they're when planning you drive, a trip. Yeah, yeah a, a drive, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of the podcast today, Amanda. And to everyone else, we hope you were able to listen and sleep without crunking your head. (laughs) 